It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Dennis and uh, Brady with you. Um, I'm actually looking forward to having a little bit of a break here, uh, Brady, as I continue to get my voice back into working uh, shape. And it's going to have a lot of work to do when we come out of our little Christmas uh, break here. But I'm oh, gonna, I, I know we'll do it later, but... I got to do it now because I always forget to do this stuff. I always forget the obvious. So Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, if you didn't hear last show, uh, here's what you can expect from the podcast schedule coming forward. So obviously this releases the uh, this releases today on the 22nd. We're not going to put one out New Year or Christmas Eve. Probably not. Well, we won't be able to put one out on the twenty, or we might not put one out on the twenty seventh. We might, if we do, it would be a fun one. That's just going to really be how we feel after Christmas, if we're being honest. And there's nothing to talk about on that Monday because nothing's going to happen between now and then. Right. And you don't want to hear about the pair of socks I'm going to get for Christmas. (laughs) So if we do, maybe we'll just do like a a twenty twenty one best of segment or. Just talk about all the stuff that we saw in our first full year. Well, not even a full year because we didn't get any January this past year. Um, and then the 29th, we would normally have a show, but we're in the middle of the SC4 showcase, which if you don't know, we're doing, what, 15 games? In three days. In three days. So there really is no time for Dennis and I to get together and record. And I'm sure by the end of the 30th, uh, me especially won't be able to talk. <laughs> My voice will sound worse than Dennis's does right now. So probably nothing on the 29th. And then the 31st, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. I'll be honest. Maybe I don't want to promise something. Yeah. So, cause it's new year's Eve that then the next one wouldn't be due until after the new year. So maybe we'll get one out the 31st cause we would have legitimately 15 games to talk about. We would. And uh, and I know that uh, that there are some of you out there that uh, your world revolves around this program, so I don't <laughs> want to deny you. <laughs> There's one or two, well, maybe one. <laughs> well, yeah. Anyways, you had one on your old show, Dennis. I, I, I'm sure oh, you have I, one now. I, I did. I'm 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 sure we do. All right. So uh, Brady uh, saw some. Uh, girls basketball the last uh, two nights. I only saw one game because my Monday night game didn't happen, but I did see a game last night, so we'll have all of that to talk about uh, as uh, we get things uh, rolling here on the uh, Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet... Nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from Certain Keyed Roofing. 
Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. Dura Clean by Bachelor. Magna International is North America's largest auto supplier and now calls the Blue Water area home. Our new plant, located on Range Road in St. Clair, will have great opportunities for all members of the community. Named to Fortune Magazine's World Most Admired Companies two years in a row, Magna offers many different career opportunities. Wages start from $17 and up. Go to magna.com forward slash careers to apply today. Again, magna.com forward slash careers to join our team and create the future of mobility together. Finding that missing shin guard, remembering whether it's a home or away game, getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Dennis and uh, Brady. Uh, Brady's been uh, busy the uh, last uh, couple of uh, nights uh, watching some uh, girls' high school uh, basketball uh, action, a little tournament uh, going on, and some good, some bad, some ugly. Yeah, I don't think uh, a lot of coaches uh, that coached in the Jim Weimer Holiday Tournament would say they played their best basketball, including PH, who ended up winning the whole thing. Uh, it It was early season. It was a lot of learning. And it was just weird. Like, it was hard to get a read on a lot of the games. Let's start with, let's just go chronologically. Marysville played Croslex. First time I got to see the Croslex girls play, and they struggled to score. That's their biggest thing. They haven't scored more than 30 in a game this season. Uh, they they were down to Marysville in the opener, 23-5 to at half, and... It was it was basically over from that point. They lost forty eight nineteen. Marysville did what they did, and it didn't seem like Marysville played their best game either. Like it, it seemed out of sorts. They just got a lot of points off of turnovers as they do, but they, they took care of business. And then in the nightcap was a very interesting game, a very fun game between Port Huron High and Northern. And the way Port Huron High had been rolling, and the way Northern had struggled a bit, I'm like. Big Reds probably have this first first quarter comes out and I think maybe the second trip down the court they get a post feed to McGregor and she gets goes up for two and it's like 
two to one or something, or three to two. Ph has the lead, and Becky goes, "Nope, timeout. We're not letting that happen." Calls everyone over and basically says, "She isn't scoring. I don't care if anyone else does." Jersey McGregor is not beating us in the paint, and you could tell the rest of the game because there were three, four, even four girls around her at some point. McGregor would only score three more the rest of the night, so they sold out, and that's been a theme for Ph is they've done a really good job taking away the other team's best player. But as the game went on, at the half, it was only 10-9 to Northern. No one could make a shot. Only six total points scored in the second quarter. Third quarter heated up a little bit. PH won that one 11-9. It was 20-19 going into the fourth. Really fun quarter back and forth. Uh, Julia Gilbert started to warm up. Mia Jacobs hit a couple threes. And then Port here and High pulled away in the fourth, winning 33-26. And Northern, you could just tell they they were just younger and a little less experienced than Port Huron High, who, while they are a younger team, a lot of the younger players were at least a part of the team that played last year and played in those big games. Yeah, I, I do. I, I've been impressed with Northern's young players, though. Yes. Uh, the, the freshmen contribute. They play a lot of minutes. Um, and, and this is something that I, that I really like. Is like they they haven't been babied, they haven't no. been coddled. They've been here's the basketball, go out and play basketball. Yeah, and and, the, and they've kind of they've turned them loose and they let them do their things. Nobody gets down on them. You don't you don't see. I saw this last night in in a JV game where a kid made a mistake and the coach immediately boom, kids out of the game. Um, you know because he did something that the coach didn't like at, at Northern. Hey, we've got four freshmen on the floor. If you take a shot and it's a bad shot and you miss, whatever, we'll get over it. You learn from it, right? And let's just keep playing. This is a building block year for Northern. This is these are the games that maybe in two years when this group are juniors and they're competing for Macred titles and they're trying to get back to a quarterfinal, that this is the time they learn from that they remember making these mistakes early in their careers when they're all learning together. But um, I, I was impressed. Abby Lanshute ended with eight points. She led Port Huron Northern. Uh, by the way, Julia Gilbert, 14 for PH. Mia Jacobs with eight. Uh, Ileana Williams had seven. Uh, Shannon Falco for Northern added seven as well. So they have nice pieces, and you're right. They just run them through. They're saying, hey, it's basketball. You played it your whole life. It's no different. Go out there and play, and they don't play with fear. They just at times struggle because they want the offense to run through Jersey and Port here on high, much like they did with Peyton Lee of Anchor Bay, said, "Not her. If someone else gets hot from outside the arc or starts gets the ability to drive, we'll let you. We'll, we'll, we'll adjust, but we're going to make you do that first. And Abby Lance, you tried to. She she scored a little bit in the second half, but I mean, you only score twenty six points. That's going to be tough to win. Yeah, but I, I just I look at Northern kind of like like you're looking at them." Couple of years down the road, Eastman, Nichols, Falco. Those are going to be the big three there. Yeah, even the Ramo girls. They don't play as much, but you can you can see there's something there, and they're getting their feet wet and they're learning. You're right. There's something there. They only have the the two senior or three seniors on this team. Uh, excuse me, four. Wow, I miscounted. But it's basically seniors and freshmen. Yeah, <laughs> and and that's the they're they're looking towards the future, but. Don't be surprised if one time this season we go, oh, Northern beat this red team I didn't think they were going to beat because the, they, they have talent despite being so young. Um, they definitely took care of business against Cross-Lex again. They struggled to score, and Northern is a good defensive team, even though they can't score as well. It was 34-7 at the half over Cross-Lex. It ended 52-14. to Um yeah, Northern did what they needed to do. Uh, Kate Nichols had 14 points. Abby Lanshute had 13, and Jersey McGregor had 12. Abby Lanshute actually hit three threes. Shannon Falco hit two threes as well. So they were making it rain from outside for Crosslex. Anera Gonzalez had seven. But, yeah, Northern in the consolation game, I mean, they did what they needed to do. Well, they, they got a mismatch, and you, you take advantage of it. Uh, don't apologize for it. Take care. Yep, yep. Take care of business. Yep. Because you, you don't want to be on the other end of it. So now the championship game of the Jim Weimer Holiday Tournament was a really weird game. It was entertaining, 
but it was really hard to get a read on how the game was going. Like, you know how you can get a feel, like, all right, this is how it's going. All right, track me. All right, slow it down. All right, this person's hot. They're going to have to roll if they stop scoring. It was really, like, herky-jerky, stop, start, stop, start. Uh, first quarter ended 14-13. Port here on high came out. First two threes, bang. Second three, bang. It's six to four. There was three lead changes in the first four buckets because it was layup for Marysville, three, layup to make it four, three, three. It was unbelievable. By the half, it was 23-19. PH was up on Marysville. I think there were seven or eight lead changes in the first half. You'll go, Dennis, we'll go weeks without seeing seven or eight lead changes. I had a game game. last night that never had a lead change. Exactly. So it's, it's like, okay, the scoring obviously slowed down a little bit. But you're at the half going, all right, this is a fun game. What can what can Marysville do to come back? And PH ke- just kept him away, kept him away. Real sloppy third quarter, only nine total points scored. Marysville pulled within three to make it 27-24. But Marysville's in a little bit of a funk right now. Um, outside of Kara Miller, who was fantastic, she hit four threes, including... Uh, one to bring within a point in the fourth quarter. They've struggled to get consistent scoring, especially in the half court. We've said it, Marysville's game is in transition, but when they have to slow it down and work in a half court set, that's where they struggle. When they were trailing in the fourth quarter, Marysville got probably four different steals off the press, and I don't think they scored once off of it. Which is rare for them. Well, it's because when they'd get the That's steal, like their bread it would butter, be yeah. in the backcourt so Port here and I could just sit back and make them run their offense. And that's where Marysville struggled is when they had to slow down and go, okay, run through things. I mean, part of the reason is Julia Gilbert protects the middle. I think she had five blocks again last night. Like, she's just – and they're not, like, fingertips. She's sending them through the wall at, at PH. But they just could never really get it going. They got it within one, I believe, and but could never climb it. PH ends up winning 33-30. And PH, <laughs> their last three wins, I talked to anyone on the coaching staff or affiliated with the team, they say, we haven't won a pretty game in a while. Like, their last three wins have been much like this one. Um, it was weird. It was like there weren't a lot of fouls called. And it was just kind of, they just kind of let them go. They, they did it all night, but it, it was a bit weird. Like I said, Kara Miller had 16. Ileana Williams ended with 10. Uh, Mia Jacobs had 7. Julia Gilbert only had 4. But like I said, 5 blocks. She was a big presence defensively. Kind of kept Marysville outside the paint. And that's the one thing they're missing is a a, a big post presence that they don't have someone that's, Six foot one that can get those boards, get those putbacks. That when they get it into the post, they have that size advantage. Well, the the other thing about uh, Marysville is when they're going, uh, and in the half court game, the way they they score is well, they they did half of it. Miller knocking down threes mm-hmm. or girls stepping up to make shots. But the other part, Maddie Smith had nine. Is when Kane can drive the basketball into the paint. They have success, and right now it just doesn't sound like it sounds like she's kind of off right yeah, now. Yeah, like she's and going through. Part of that is Port here on high, as I mentioned. They've done a really good job at stopping the other team's best scorer. Peyton Lee, hold on, let me go back. So the last three games I've seen PH play. Let's go back and check my handy dandy notebook when they played Anchor Bay. They held Peyton Lee. Wow, this is farther back than I like to admit. (laughs) Um, They held Lee to 11 points, but seven of them came from the free throw line. So four points from the field. Jersey McGregor, two points from the field. Kane, two points from the field. That's a pattern. Like, you do it once, that's you go, three, okay. That's three players that average double digits a game. Three players that we'll, we'll probably pick in our draft mm-hmm. coming up. That three players that at any point, if I said any of those girls went off for 20, you'd be like, yeah, sounds about right. And held them to a combined, what, eight points 
from the field in a combined total like 18. So defensively, Port Huron High is fine. It's finding the buckets is where they struggle. And Marysville, second game now in their last three that they probably feel like they let slip away. Well, here, here's something, though, and it might not have been a classic, but a 33-30 game is kind of what you hope for when you got a PH Marysville game. Yeah. Like, it, it was it was a one-shot game. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what you're hoping for when those two teams get together. Yeah, and they tried to get it to Miller at the end um, to hit a three, but they ran they ran a double elevator, and they, the PH was ready for it. It was the same play they ran against Lakeview to try to get the open shot, and they switched off. Williams got a piece of it and couldn't get a uh, – couldn't get another shot off, so they had they had another chance. They had the ball down three, but couldn't finish it. They fall to three and two. Ph now four and one after losing the opener. And remember, they lost that opener by a bucket. Yeah. Now it's going to get tough once you get in the Mac Red, but they are they're doing pretty nice. They're just doing it maybe not as pretty as you'd like, but they don't ask how. They ask how many. Yeah, and and now you, you kind of. Get get a little break for everybody. Come back uh, out of out of the break and see how things go. And uh, we'll see all these teams uh, when we get into the uh, the tournament when we come back out of right. Christmas. So it is worth noting in that game, Izzy Trombley did go down in the first quarter. Hope she's all right. But hey, if not that you ever want to get hurt, but if you pick a game to get hurt in, it's the last game before your break where you have like one game in two weeks to give you a little time because remember last year you got if you got hurt last year and you were out for two weeks you missed like half the season yeah so so now you have at least a little more time to recover also Megan Winston's been out for Marysville that's another player that more so defensively is is a big asset that's just scrappy a bulldog mentality yeah so all right so uh I had a boys game last night over in, in Richmond we're going to do one in St. Clair on Monday night. The game ended up not happening. Um, that's okay. Last night went to a Richmond, Richmond Anchor Bay. Um, here's, here's how this game went in a, in a nutshell. Anchor Bay won the tap and, and got a layup chance and missed. And Richmond transitioned it down the floor and turned it into a layup chance and never trailed after Stevens scored to make it two to nothing. He scored again to make it four to nothing. Tars got it to four to three. And then Richmond scored the next seventeen straight points. They were up twenty one to three. And the closest Anchor Bay got it was ten points at halftime, uh twenty five fifteen, but then Richmond just kept pulling away and pulling away. Richmond is deep. Um and they have Guys that are streaky, and they're streaky at different times, and so it seems like they're fluently kicking your butt all night long. You know, you know what well, I mean. And, and you can't like with some teams like Northern. You go, we stop Jameson, we stop Northern. Yeah. Where any given night you go, okay, we stop Haskins at Richmond. Oh, Carl Stevens goes off. Oh, you stop stop Carl Stevens. One of the big men go off. It, it, it's and that's kind it, of what you had. Like Stevens comes out. Seven quick points. Okay, we've got to defend Stevens. So next, Yelenich, eight straight points. Oh, we, we've got to stop him. So next, Haskin scores twelve. Oh, we got we got to stop him. And then Marcus Thompson scores six in a row. It, it, they they do things to you like that. They're deep. They didn't have Sebastian Mays last night, and yet I, I don't know if there's a, a, a team in the area, and they're not like giants, but that have as many bigs. But they're they're lanky. Yeah, like I feel like their wingspan is longer than it should be. Maybe they just look like it. But between Mays, uh, you said um, Mays, Yelinchich, uh, uh, Tyler, Rajuski, Bartolomucci, Yelinich, uh, and even like if you want to put Stevens in the post, you can post up Stevens. He's big enough. They have a lot of options, and that's what you want. Like we always talk about St. Clair's big men duo they have like a quartet of big men that all right who, who's doing well this game let's rotate them and there's not a whole lot of drop off at least in the game I saw I, you've seen them twice now but Richmond it looks like after dropping what I think was the wake-up call to to Yale 
they they're, they're refocused now, and Anchor Bay caught them at a bad time. Well, and like uh, even like a guy like Max Tyler, like statistically, yeah, it, Tyler it, too. It probably didn't. He didn't have wowing numbers last night. He had two points. Maybe he had five or six rebounds, but he's in the lane and he makes guys who get in the paint alter their shot. He forces guys to travel. He blocks shots. Um, he he just he gets in the way and he's very disruptive. Uh, Anchor Bay, I don't know what they are like on every night, but they struggled shooting the ball last night. Um, they only made ten shots from the field. They had as many threes as they had twos last night. They they made five threes and they made five twos, um, and and that was pretty much Dylan Gyra though, nice player. Yeah, uh, eighteen points last night for the Tars. Yeah, he was six for six from the free throw line. Has a really nice stroke. Knocked down a couple of three pointers. Has has a nice game. It, it's just that there isn't that second component, or at least last night against Richmond, there wasn't that other guy that could take defenders away. From from Gyra that you had to think about, so it was like at a certain point it's like okay, Gyra's the only guy that that is going to score against us. We can pack it in against him uh, and let these other guys, you know, bomb away because they're not going to make enough shots to beat us. Well, and the other thing about Richmond that I want to talk about is, what, as a big man, when you know you have a rotation of three or four. You don't have to second guess, okay, do I try to block this shot? Do I have to be a little passive because I don't want to get in foul trouble? You can be a little more aggressive knowing, hey, if I go to the bench, we're still going to be all right, and we're still going to have depth at the big man spot. Yeah, and they, like I said, they definitely uh, have depth. And the, the other guy that I thought uh, really played well didn't score, but Trey Graham came into the game. Uh, and, you know, he got his hands on everything. Uh, forced turnovers, got steals. Uh, I thought he really played well, and he's a guy that they don't, or at least the first time I saw them play against Marine City, he didn't get a lot of minutes. Yeah, because he didn't play at all against uh, Mooney. Yeah. I, at least I don't remember him getting any minutes against Mooney. But I thought he, when he got in last night, he probably played about 10 minutes last night, mm-hmm. and I and I and he gave them a good 10 minutes of basketball last night, even though he didn't get on the score sheet. He was involved, and they got points because of his defense. Yeah, so anything else on that one? Or do you 23 wanna... for Carl Stevens. I that's, really like him. That's, again, like Carl Stevens will go for 23 because he's capable of doing it, but the next game Richmond plays, I think they play at Marysville. He could go for seven, but Quan Haskins might go for 20. Yeah, Quan had uh, 12. Uh, Jelinich had uh, eight, and uh, Marcus Thompson, who I think could score more on, on another team. Marcus Thompson would probably be the scorer, but he, he doesn't need to score as much, but he's uh, pretty sure sure hands with the, the ball, and he had uh, six points last night. And, and as I said, the thing that I came out of uh, Anchor Bay, uh, keep an eye on Dylan Gyra. Uh, he, was, he was really good at least last night um, for the Tars. All right, I think we only have one other boys game, and it was a doozy. Uh New Haven hands Emily City their first loss, 49-46. Dennis, I know the Spartans lost, but I think this is time that we take them as legitimate, threatening, trying to jockey for that number two spot with Richmond in the BWAC and possibly hope to knock off Cross-Lex because you go to New Haven, that's not an easy place to play. And I know New Haven isn't the Goliath that they have been in years past, but they're still a quality team. That's that's a good showing for Emily City on the road, uh, even in their that first loss. That was a buzzer beater, right? Yes, at the buzzer they lost. Wow. All right. Well, you know, and again, there's that bias, though, because I haven't seen the Spartans yet. Right. And, you've and I've seen, seen Richmond, Richmond a couple of times now, Cross and they've Lex. been super good both times I've seen them. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and at the time I saw them, they were very impressive. So uh, let me see. I, I know we had at least one other girls game from last night. St. Clair tops Yale in a close one, 45-42. Have some scores for you. It uh, looks like, oh, let's, let's not close that. <laughs> um, for uh, for um, St. Clair, Ashlyn Zimmer had 11. 
and Aaron Saros had 10. Sky Gottler with 7. And for Yale, uh, looks like their leading scorer was Griffith. She had 20. Wow. Yeah. That's a big night. Yeah. And no one else in the double digits for Yale. But St. Clair with another win after the slow start. That's good to well, see. I, uh, again, uh, what what do I like about St. Clair? Depth. They got a lot of kids. Like there isn't that one superstar player that dominates everything. They just got a lot of a lot of kids, and it can be somebody different every night that that can get you. Um, and I like teams like that. I, I think that's a better formula to win games. Yes. The only problem is if no one's having the good night, you can really be lacked for score. Yeah, but but if you've got five kids that that could have a good night. Your odds are better that somebody's going to have a good night than yeah. if you've only got one kid and that kid's off, you're done. You're toast. Some other girls' basketball. MLA City playing a gauntlet of a non-conference. They lose to Lake Fenton 52-35. And you know, Dennis. Lake Fenton is a buzzsaw. Yeah. They are a team that um, always, always goes. But I like um, that. Yeah, prepare yourself. Right. Because those are the teams. If you're MLA City, you're, you you know, and, and I don't want to put, the the cart before the horse or whatever but they're the favorite in the BWAC for the girls and you're you're looking at you know yes is winning a league championship important and all of that but you're looking beyond districts you're looking at are you a team good enough to get to a semifinal and prepare themselves for that country day that they could run because yeah. that was a these young are day the team. teams that you have to play and measure yourself up against now to see where you have to be come the end of the year. Only other game, Cass City girls beat Marlette 57-32. All right. And, again, we're going to see a lot of these teams coming up uh, out of the uh, the holiday break here because mm-hmm. they're all going to be over at SC4. And and, and that's this is the cool thing about this SC4 thing, which we'll get into in our next uh, segment, is we're actually going to get a chance to to see the Marlettes and the K-Packs and some of these teams that we haven't seen. Um, and, and kind of get a, a feel for that, and I'm kind of looking forward to that. And we'll talk about that uh, tournament. You got anything else? I do not. Let's take a break. All right. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. 
All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's Sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual, and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Magnet International would like to thank the Blue Water area for welcoming us into their community. We are excited to put our roots down in this beautiful, growing area. As the largest auto supplier in North America, we are thrilled to call Blue Water area home and look forward to many, many years in this wonderful community. Our brand new facility is located off of Range Road in St. Clair, Michigan. Magna is a proud sponsor of Blue Water Area High School Athletics. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Uh, Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck on Sports. Finding out Dennis Podcast. goes to get conies without me. Blasphemous. You were uh, fixing the heat. I wasn't fixing it. I was sitting there while people more more, uh, more knowledgeable than me fixed the heat. More okay. credible. Well, it was an impromptu thing. We, we, were, wrapping up, still we were wrapping up our thing, and I got a text saying, hey, I'm right next to Coney. Why don't you meet me? So I went over and I met him. Anyway, um... We have a boatload of games. Too, by the way. I know it is. It always is. A uh, boatload of games uh, the next, what, well, in a three-day span, the 27th, 28th, and 29th? Well, the, the, 28th the, through the 30th. The Skipper Classic has 16 games, and we're going to do 15 of them. Right, because we don't care about South Lake and Henry Ford. Yeah. No, that's the one we'll, game we don't do. We'll take that one off. But um, it, will, it will start uh, next Tuesday. Um, that, that'll be our, our easy day. There's only four games that day. Right. Then we do six, uh, the following day and, uh, six the day after that. And we'll have a, a lot of fun. We'll, we'll break it up in, uh, in shifts and, uh, and it, it'll be, it'll be a fun time. Yes. Yes, it will. And then we have like two or three days off until the, uh, the next time after the new year. So if you just want to go chronologically. And go through the uh, games in the order we do them. Yeah, yeah. So it, it'll start on Tuesday, the the twenty eighth, and and actually, uh, Brady, you're going to get the the first two games. Uh, and and in the first game, I have absolutely no idea what you're going to see. I don't either. Um, Peck takes on New Haven Merritt. So we uh, this will be the first Peck game we've ever done in any sport. And uh, yeah, I know they retired Kyle Abargo's numbers. Last Friday? Last Friday. So, that was something cool. <laughs> That's about all I know about the team. I know I they think, lost by two You know, two we were points. talking about 1,000-point people. I think that was a 1,000-point person. Yes. Yes, yeah. it was, which is ridiculous again. so. But now I'm, I'm a little uh, jealous here um, that you're going to see – uh, the Yale girls play because now I'm intrigued just hearing this score. Right, they take on the Marlette girls. 
don't know a lot. That's why we're doing it. So we'll learn a little bit about it. Um, it should be fun. Um, and then we actually skip. There, I think there's two games we skip because we don't do Ro- – oh, sorry, Ross Common Southlake yeah. is the game we don't do. No, Ro- we're doing the Ross Common game because they're playing Marlette. Oh, yeah, it's this is formatted weird. Yeah. You're right. So, so, Ross Common, so a- after the Yale Marlette game, the Marlette boys will play against Ross Common. And that yes. Be, that, that's when I'll jump in, and I'm interested to see Miller for yes. Marlette. I know the, the boys have struggled a bit, but – um, yeah, sorry, this is formatted weird on my phone. Um, then there's the Ford-Southlake game Yes, that we'll skip, and at 8 o'clock, Armada Anchor Bay boys will play. Mm-hmm. I saw Anchor Bay last night. I have not seen Armada yet. You have seen Armada. I have seen them. I know they've taken a couple losses since then, but uh, they're, they're a young, talented team. I, I from what I'm hearing about Anchor Bay, that's hopefully a game they can win and a game that gets a little bit of uh, good feeling going into the new year. Yeah, I, I'm actually interested to, to see that game because uh, I feel like that's a competitive basketball game. All right, then on the uh, the following day, I'm very excited because I haven't seen Marine City's girls play yet. Neither have I. And they opened the uh, day against Dearborn Advanced uh, Tech and just uh, – Looking at the Lady Mariners' scores, um, they're playing really good basketball to start the season. And, you know, Brady, I have to be honest and fair about this. Preseason, I was looking at Marysville as the team to beat, and I don't know now that if Marine City isn't right up there on a level par. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's especially with Marysville. They did lose to two very talented teams, but they still came up short. And maybe it's just because they're in a little bit of a funk right now. Maybe maybe it's not. But uh, uh, Advanced Tech is 3-1 and one on the year. Uh, again, I don't know how great of a 3-1 and one it is. So that's at least a winning team they have played. Marine City, we talk about PH, who has gone on a hot streak since their opening loss. Since their 42-38 loss at Clawson. Win at home against Southlake. Win at home against Richmond. Win at home against East Point, seventy-three to ten. Win at Port here on Northern, fifty-four forty. Win at home or at Warren Cousineau, forty-three forty. Yeah, Marine City is is shooting up, and Cousineau's girls aren't as bad as the football team. The football team, no. and that's a tough gym to go and play at. Like the Marine City stock is rising right now in both boys and girls basketball. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and then it's uh, St. Clair girls will be tested with Lake Fenton. But yes. I, I'm actually – I'm kind of excited to, to see Lake Fenton play. I like to see teams like that. I like to, to have a, a game where we can judge an area team against a top team in the state and, and see are we area good, are, are our teams area good, or are our teams – can they compete at this level? And then you also get to see what the – like you get a, a – kind of a barometer for if Emily City or Marysville Marine City yeah. were to go on and play them, you go, all right, this is what they did. And, yeah, Lake, by the way, Lake Fenton scored 61-25, 62-26, 75-31, 64-37, 52-35. MLA City's given them their best game yet. Yeah. That, that, Hello. That's, that's a good basketball team. Then the St. Boys will uh, get into action against uh, Dearborn Advanced uh, Tech. Uh, and I'll finally get to see them. I thought I was going to see them uh, earlier this uh, week, but that will be my debut with the Saints. Yeah, boys. Ster- Sterling Heights has just given us all sorts of problems. Well, I mean, they've had a, a tough go in the COVID era, I guess, is what I'll I'll call it. And, and their been... boys are three and one as well. Yeah. So, and I, I know talking to Matt Disterath, he's like, they're not a bad team. They are not a bad team. I know it sounds like a made-up school. But St. <laughs> Clair's 2-2, two and two, let's talk about them just real quick. Their losses, 52-49 at Armada. You felt like they should have won that game. They only scored five points in the fourth quarter. They had a shot at the end and didn't get it. They beat Port Huron, then they lose at home against New Haven, 48-45. A game they were trailing by 10 in the fourth quarter, and again they had a shot at it and, and couldn't get anything. And then they hit a gutty win on the road at Marine City, which they were down, I believe, five in the fourth quarter. They have not had really an easy game yet. I mean, they beat Port Huron by a dozen, but they were never able to put it in, 
in cruise control and just get to the end of the game. Yeah. Um, again, we know they're going to play hard. We know they're going to play tough. And we're finding out that uh, they've got a little more basketball talent than, than maybe we thought. And they've got size. They do have size. And like you said, they hustle. And that, that was one of the reasons why the Marine City game was so fun because it was two teams – that left it on the court. Yeah. And you it was know a basketball game it. played like a football game. Yes, it, with, <laughs> with basketball talent out there. Yeah. So that's the Saints. They're 2-2. Two and two, uh, to get to see them at SC4 against Advanced Tech. What, which one's next? Uh, then uh, you get, uh, we close out that second night with both Marysville teams. The ladies play Corona, and then the boys will play uh, Bishop Foley, which is uh, actually a rivalry game for the coaches. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. And um, that was a fun game. Uh, the last time ago. they, yeah, 19. the last time they did this event, uh, I actually did broadcast that game for the radio station at the time, and that was a really fun game. Like, the, they went at it. Who who'd you say the girls are playing again? Uh, they're playing Corona. Corona. Let's see what is Corona like because I have no idea. They're ooh, they're one in three. One of their losses has been to Lake Fenton. Throw that one out. Yeah, <laughs> Marysville needs that win to kind of get back on track because they're three and two. Dennis, they're not far off from five and zero, oh, and they probably feel like they should be right now. And the boys, they need that win to really get some positive momentum because they had a decent showing in the opener. Yale pulled away at the end. Since then, they've been non-competitive in their last two games. Bishop Foley. For reference, they are sitting at 3-0. and They've beaten Clawson, they've beaten Cranbrook, and they've beaten Hazel Park. Uh, I don't know what Hazel Park is in basketball. but I mean, they've beaten two bronze teams, and I don't know what Cranbrook is. Yeah. Uh, uh, but Hazel I would, Park usually isn't good. Yeah, but I, I, would, I would think that uh, Cranbrook is at least competitive. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think basketball is the sport at Cranbrook. It, it, basically, it's, it's hockey. hockey and tennis. But uh, I, I bet you that they're at least competitive. And then uh, we wrap it up with there, six games on Thursday. <laughs> there was uh, just a thought that goes through my mind that I have to tell you off the air because I'm not going to say it on the air. Not Nope. Not Fa family program. Oh, fam. Okay. All right. Uh, and it gets going early Thursday, 1130 in the uh, morning. You're making me get out of bed early, but it'll be worth it. PH girls against Goodrich. Yeah. That should be a lot of fun. Um, PH girls are rolling. They do it. They don't do it the prettiest way, like we said. But hey, you're winning. That's all that matters. You know the shots are gonna start falling. Things like that. When you know you have talent around you, that's gonna figure itself out. They're doing the hard part, making it look easy. Defense and the fun part is coming hard for them, scoring buckets. So, well, and and I like this too because it gives us a chance to see Goodrich who might be one of those teams that pops up uh, down the road for an Imlay City or somebody like that. Hold on, let me pull up um, Goodrich's schedule. I have to. Uh, do, 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 I know do, I know. in the past Marine City has had to play them in the postseason um, in girls basketball. Oh, hmm. looks like PH might have a game before then, although I talked to them and I don't know if that's happening. I'll, I'll have to double-check that. Um, I don't know why they would play St. Ignace. Um, Why wouldn't you? It, it says in the Motor City Round Ball Classic. I don't. I, I'm gonna have to double check that because sometimes the state site gets a little wonky. <laughs> um, but uh, Goodrich, they are four and one. Their only loss, they lost by almost thirty to Midland Dow. They've beaten Davison, Owasso, Flint, Kersley, and Corona, and the only one, only one that was in single digits was Owasso. So it should be a good basketball game. Yes, it should. Then uh, two wild card games for me, KPAC uh, Cass City Boys and KPAC Brown City Girls. But again, an opportunity to see a couple of schools that we don't really get to see a whole lot because they're up in the GTC East, and it's nice that they can come down here to us uh, and we, we get to see them uh, in, a, in a venue and find out so that when we talk, we, when we do talk about them, we, we now have an understanding. We at least know some names. We've seen them in person, yeah. and we get a feel for what they are. And, yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. That will be a learning game for us. And I think the second half of this last day might be the three best games with 
the Crosslex Stony Creek game for the boys. They're all boys games. Crosslex Stony Creek, PH Brown City, and Northern Troy Athens. Well, I've talked. Let's just go, like I said, in order. PH Brown City. Uh, Brown City lost their first three games, I believe, all by single digits. Uh, let me fact check myself. Yeah, they lost to Laker by eight, Almont by two, Croslex by eight, and then they ran your fighting Caro misspellings, 71-41. <laughs> now they'll play PH. Let's see if if the losses were the aberration, they were just getting unlucky or they couldn't finish because PH also needs this win after beating Anchor Bay in the opener. They have struggled a little bit since. They lost at St. Clair, and then they got Jamison by Northern for 40 points, 62-37. Both these teams kind of need a win to, to climb back up. They've lost. Uh, they've had losing streaks and... That should be a good one. So two teams with a losing record, but should be a really fun game. Cross Lex and um, what was it Stony, Stony Creek? Creek. Yep. Sto- We've had a lot of Stony Creek. This would be the third Stony Creek game this year. <laughs> that's been just this season. That's been could have gone and done a football game too if we wanted to in week one. Yes, we could, <laughs> we could have. Stony Creek's one and two. They've lost at Utica and home to Rochester. They beat Seahome. I, I don't know. They played Utica. They play Utica Ford tonight. Don't know really how to to judge that. But well, that might be a little bit of a gauge because I think Ford's a good team. Yeah, yeah. I I, I don't know what to make of uh, Stony Creek. I know Croslex is four and zero, and they weren't happy with the way they played against Brown City, and it's probably still keeping Lance up at night. So, <laughs> and then the coup de gras. Well, you get Tyler Jamison. And the uh, Huskies against Troy Athens. Again, uh, I only know about two Northern games this year, and Tyler's got 66 points in them. <laughs> yeah, because they played, what, just three? Ridiculous? They played three, right? They lost to Lons Cruz North, they lost to Catholic Central, and then they beat PH. Yeah, 26 against Catholic Central and 40 against PH. Uh, I don't know what his totals were. Against uh, well, they only scored twenty five against Lons yeah, Cruz North. But so. but but I'm going to bet that he had fifteen or better. By the way, before then on the twenty seventh, they're scheduled to play Brother Rice at the Round Ball Classic. Okay. So, uh, but before but the Troy Athens game, Athens is two and two. They they haven't played a home game. Troy Athens won't play a home game until January seventh. Their sixth game of the year. That's weird. They. Beat Ferndale University, lost. So Ferndale is that, is that Ferndale? Yeah. Why do they call it Ferndale University? Because they're trying to act important. That it's not a university. <laughs> you, do, you don't have a graduate. Liggett program. calls themselves a university. Yeah, that's also dumb. Anyway, <laughs> Ferndale, Ferndale University. They beat fifty six four. There's no way that's the same Ferndale. I'm pretty sure it's Ferndale. Uh, no, I don't think so. Hold on. Anyway, well, I'll figure this out during the break. I don't think so because I know the the Ferndale is really good, and this team's one and two, so I think it's different. Either way, it's I mean, dumb. They to, graduated everybody. It's dumb to name your. No, they're like top ten in the state right now, okay. regardless of division. Um. Anyway, Ferndale University they beat by nine. Bunt beat the nerds, apparently. Um, at Troy, they lost by 14. At Warren Michigan Collegiate, who apparently has just collected athletes, they lost 61-28, and then they beat Lake Orion on the road, 44-36. See how Northern stacks up. They have a lot of tough games early in the season. I think by design yes. again, too. So that's all for that. And, uh, yeah, that'll – That'll do it for this segment, and we have, what, one more to fill? One more to fill. All right, let's do it. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 
800-800-7700 for all your real estate needs. O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our game. This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with uh, Dennis and Brady. Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck On Sports uh, podcast. Uh, and, of course, uh, Brady always has these loaded segments where he tries to hit me with the hard-hitting stuff. Well, I just asked you a simple question. We had a little bit of segment to fill. I don't think this is going to be a particularly long one. It might turn into it because we ramble. But I just said, Dennis, if you were the Santa Claus, who, what would you be bringing some area teams for Christmas? And uh, it can be, for some, it's an easy question yeah because i've seen some teams and i think i know right what, uh, you don't have to give a present help, to every single person you didn't get their letter to santa yeah. claus to stucky claus the, yet. The, the obvious one for me was i would get the port here on northern boys basketball team a secondary scorer 
that guy that like McNeil was last year or Dabrowski, that that guy that can help Tyler Jamison on that basketball team so that he doesn't have to do it all himself scoring-wise. So Stucky Claus gives Northern another, another shooter. 12 points a night. Something a 12 like that. points a night player. 12. Maybe 15. Because <laughs> I'm a good Santa. You're a good Your elves were hard at work. You put I'm, me I'm hard a good to work. Santa. And that's, you know, like McNeil. McNeil was 15 a game. I have to some see nights McNeil numbers. scored 20 some nights. All right. What else is Stucky Claus uh, bringing down the chimney? For, for, the, for the Big Red uh, Boys basketball team, just an identity. Like, like to, to figure it out, they're a young team. I, th- I think there's some talent there. I think there there's some, some workable pieces and that, that they can be solid, you know. Um, and and uh, just for them, maybe confidence is, is what I want to give the Big Reds. Give, give guys like Oriole and, and Rosena and, and, and those there guys. There is talent on that team. Yeah, give them some confidence so that when they've got the, the ball – the, the, they feel like they're going to do something good with it. All right. Who else Who else is on Stucky Claus's nice list? Well, uh, the Marysville girls get get their get their offense going, their, their half-court offense going, um, get, get Caitlin Kane's shot going again, get her charging down the lane and getting to the basket. And maybe a surprise growth spurt or two. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> I, I, I don't know because, I mean – Size-wise, I think against most of the teams they play, they're going to be all right. And and I'm still a big Avery Walters fan, and I, and I think she's going to be a, a solid player in in the post. So um, I don't think they need a whole lot of fixing. I just just something get a, get a couple shots to go here in the holiday tournament, and that might turn them around and get them back on track. Not that they're that far off track; they should be five and all. Okay, anyone else? On on the nice list, um, I'm just trying to to think. I'll, I'll give I'll give real, out one present real quick. I will um, give while you think. Go ahead. I'm giving Brown City Boys team a dead red three point shooter because they had not a lot of problems getting it into the paint. That's where they make their money. But when Muxlow and Stanley are inside, at least in the game I saw them, maybe it was just a bad night, but. They weren't able to hit those three pointers that would really open up the floor. So they get a three point specialist. Um, Port here on Northern Hockey. I'd like to give them a big power forward. <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Logan O'Flanagan is one of those guys that you're not going to replace. So I'm not looking for a 30 goal scoring bruiser, but somebody with some size and some muscle. Um, and, and decent enough hands be, because I like that team, but their size is, is on the back line up front. I think they've got a lot of forwards who are kind of, uh, you know, identical. Uh, mm-hmm. they, they all kind of look the same, play the same kind of players. They work hard, but, but sometimes I just think that this season they haven't been big enough. Um, and, again, they're young um, and size – comes with age but i'd i'd give them just that that one big kind of power forward guy that that can muscle that puck for you in in the corners all right anyone else you don't have to keep going if you don't have any more gifts to give out i'm just kind of thinking you know because i didn't have a whole lot of time to uh, prepare a uh, yeah i did drop it on a a list um and uh, i just thinking of all the sports that we see and all the teams that uh that we see um. No, I I think that that's that's pretty good uh, for myself. And we and we were just kind of joking about this off on the side. Um, I would get a role where we could make trades in high school sports. <laughs> just just fun to talk about. Like like someone knows they're making a run. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll do that if we have a show on the twenty seventh. <laughs> we'll do just mock trades that if you could trade in high school sports. Who would who would what deals would make sense? Oh, could you imagine some of the the can the can of worms that would open up with some the of the things that that some of those teams would do? Be trading seventh graders. D D D LaSalle would be just doing ridiculous. What they do things. right now? Yeah, just ridiculous <laughs> things. <laughs> 
don't you, don't you sometimes think, uh, boy, if we could put this player here on this team, wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, and DeLaSalle goes, okay, we'll do it. You know. What do you think DeLaSalle would trade for um, uh, to get Jamison? I don't know. A scholarship to their school? <laughs> uh, if I were Northern, I'd need a little bit more than that. I need a new school. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, anything else, Dennis? This uh, is the last one before the holidays. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Ha- well, ha- I think Hanukkah already happened. Um, all all the fun holidays. And uh, just just in case, yeah, I'll say happy. I said Merry Christmas at the start of the show because I knew I'd forget at the end. Um, so I'll say Happy New Year just in case we don't talk before then, even though we will. I'm sure we'll get at least one game. show in. <laughs> we'll see. All right. So Merry Christmas, everybody. And, again, thanks for all the, uh, the, the support that you give us. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.